Hello, fellow safety and health professional, and welcome to another podcast in a series of podcasts based on an article in Safety and Health magazine that's all about you. Thinking you must lose weight will reduce the amount of control you feel over your weight loss and can hinder you from taking action, whereas believing you want to lose weight, rather than saying must, if you say I want to lose weight, it can do the opposite and increase your desire to change your habits. See, the type of words we use, whether spoken out loud or inside our minds, make a difference in how we feel about an activity. They can also affect our expectations. I know this is going to be a boring meeting. Say that, and you'll go to the meeting with your senses tuned to notice the boring parts. On the other hand, if you go into the meeting thinking, I'm going to do my best to increase the energy in the room, you will switch your awareness to a positive mode, one that will likely make a noticeable positive difference during the meeting. Sam Walton has been quoted as saying, high expectations are the key to everything. I found that to be true in my life. I've also learned a few techniques for creating positive expectations that I'd like to share with you. Use words that include what you can control. When you wake up, if you say, everything is going to go smoothly today, you don't have control over that. Who knows what's going to happen during the day? I mean, it's not a bad expectation to say, oh, well, I'm expecting everything to go smoothly isn't a negative thing, of course. And it's just that you're going to set yourself up for disappointment. A better worded morning expectation is this. No matter what happens today, I'm going to be grateful I'm alive. And I will do my best to make wise choices. Something you can control. You see, one definition for an expectation is a strong belief that something will happen. Which means you're trying to predict the future. And that's tricky work. However, another expectation definition is a belief that someone will or should achieve something, which could be yourself. Well, that's the kind of expectation that is within your power to manipulate. For example, you can't be sure that a new type of PPE will be liked. But you can expect that you'll do all the research and promotion you can to increase its chances of being well received. Another way to use words and to help yourself with expectations is to practice positive framing with daily experiences. Whenever I travel, which I do quite a lot, I always expect to have a fun time. Why? Not because I think that things will just magically happen that will make me enjoy what's going on. It's because I tell myself I'm going to be friendly to everyone I meet, whether it's someone waiting on me behind a counter, or the airline attendant, or the TSA folks. And I plan to smile a lot. I can control that. I don't know what's going to happen about my flights being delayed or a real long line for TSA, but I do know that I can control my actions. Now, whether you're going shopping or inspecting a new job site, expecting to be a positive experience what's going to happen because of your actions and viewpoint will influence how you feel about what happens. Plus, 
You're practicing your expectation framing skills, and you can do it every day. When you meet someone for the first time, for example, expecting a positive relationship is not naive, especially if you are openly friendly. Of course, if you meet a stranger, you can't just automatically think that they're a close friend, but your actions can make the relationship, even if it's very short term, be more positive. Another tactic to make the experience of being or meeting with someone more positive is to notice the things you like about the person rather than what he or she does that annoys you. This positive filtering works for long-term relationships too. In fact, it works all the time when you're interacting with humans. Dream big. Here's another tip for you. Uh, but be realistic. Yes, that heading may sound like an oxymoron. Dream big, but be realistic. But there are goals that can be outside of our realm to accomplish. You may be able to write a best-selling novel, capture the top HSC position at your company, or finish a full marathon. But it would be a bit unrealistic to think you'll become a star NFL quarterback, especially now. I mean, if you're in your, you know, already out of college, you've been working, or like me, I'm almost 60. For me to say, I'm going to become an NFL quarterback would be unrealistic. However, that's rarely the reason why our expectations don't work. It's usually because of the words we use. Again, it's it's so important. When you set a dream up, a goal up, there's one little word that can really make a big difference in whether we fulfill it or not, and that's the word but. It's a little word, but it has big power to diminish our expectations and thwart our reach for grand goals. I'd like to get the VP position, but... And whatever you fill in after that will be an excuse. But I don't have the education. But I haven't been here long enough. But I don't have enough time. Whenever I use the word but when describing a goal, or at least if I notice that I've used but, I revisit it to see what I need to do to change the but to something else that gives me power instead of an excuse. All right, so I want to write a best-selling novel, and here's what I'm going to do to start the process, to get there. Your expectations can shade all aspects of your life. They can determine whether you enjoy an evening with relatives or find it tiring, have a blast hosting a safety meeting, or think it was a flop, or feel frightened instead of excited about a new project. And the words you use to frame your expectations can determine whether those expectations, what you're hoping to do or would like to do, the words can make it either a foe or a friend.